What up? We are back again today in the studio, and it is time to get the ball rolling. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. We are back again with Get the Ball Rolling. Happy to be with you guys. Uh, kind of a somber tone this this uh, this Sunday e- uh, evening, afternoon, whatever you want to call it. We are almost done. Almost done with the FCS football season. College football is winding down, as is the NFL. Uh, it is getting unbearably cold outside for most of the United States. So. This is that time of year where now we just get to be depressed for the next few months until uh, you know spring camp starts up again. So uh, kind of a, kind of crazy how fast this football season has gone. Uh, how quickly you know this. I feel like the playoffs have gone. It was so much fun. This has been a truly great season. And thank you guys for all the support, as always. I want to get into the two semifinal games. Uh, I want to talk about that. Uh, the UIW taking on North Dakota State and Montana State and South Dakota State. What I saw from those games and a preview for the championship game, uh, which will be played uh, s- uh, Sunday, January 8th. Sunday, January 8th is the next game that we have. So a couple weeks away. Uh, really excited, though, to be talking about that. I mean, you got to think uh, these guys will have, I mean, what, three weeks, almost three full weeks. They played the 17th. One, two, three. Yeah, three full weeks, basically, of, of rest and recovery to get ready for that game uh, down in Frisco. Excited to, to, to kind of dive into that and uh, the, the buildup of, of what will be uh, the road to Frisco. So here we go. We're going to start off with the North Dakota State UIW game, uh, and then we will, we will throw it back to that Montana State-South Dakota State game. And uh, we are going to uh, discuss some of the things that have been on my mind. So it was interesting. Uh, the, uh, I guess before I get into the games, I got I, I had an entire my entire uh, you know online on Twitter. I it was just absolutely blown up. I mean, everybody's asking Tyler, what did you think about this? What did you think about that? What did you think about the calls? And I I want to. Maybe this isn't uh, the, mo- the the right place or, or, or time or whatever. Maybe we need to get we need to get into more of a, a deeper discussion. But my first thought on the FCS is I love the playoff. I love the setting. I love the amount of teams that get in. Auto bids are you know here and there. It's basically a first round buy that that puts your players at risk of getting hurt. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, but really, this has been a, a great playoff. It's been very predictable, though. And one thing that I don't really like is predictability. You want to say, Tyler, what do you mean? When you look at the first round, uh, you look at uh, the ones that, that were able to win. In the first round, we had one upset of home of teams that played at home. Just one upset. In the second round, we didn't have any. Nothing. All the home teams won. Took care of business. Third round, right? Quarterfinals. One upset, right? So we have two upsets. So one was Gardner-Webb, and then Incarnate Word got into a shootout with Sacramento State. This last weekend, we had um, no upsets. Home teams win. And I told you guys, what was I? What, what did I tell you guys? I said the home teams are going to the home teams are going to win, uh, but I'm going to be going to be cheering for the other teams. And and I even made my predictions based on that, just because I refused to take uh, North Dakota State. 
and I really refuse to take South Dakota State, even though they, those two teams have been phenomenal this year. But I think this is a bigger this is a bigger analysis um, of of the FCS playoffs, and I don't want it to be held at neutral sites. I don't think that's good for the fans. I don't think that's good for the schools, just because are you going to, uh, you know, a little school of, of you know, 15,000 or, or less, are they really going to travel? Now, of course, the big schools will, Montana, the Dakotas, those teams are going to travel. Uh, but for the most part, you know, I, I, don't, I didn't see too many uh, people from Elan down at Furman. I didn't see too many too many Phoenix fans down there, and vice versa. I didn't see a lot of UIW fans over in Sacramento. I uh, didn't see a lot of Richmond fans over over in Sacramento. So, really interesting uh, that that that's the way that we've chosen to set it up, and it's good for the campuses. It's good for the home field, but it's becoming predictable, and that's what you don't want as a sport is is predictability. You see, UIW goes on the road. They're they're playing really tough. Have a couple calls go against them. Bam, you know, and and so I don't know if it if, but but there has to be something to look at, and we need, and maybe like I said, this isn't the time because I haven't quite formulated all of my thoughts on this or the solution. When I have a problem, I like to show up with a solution and, and talk about it. Uh, and I don't know if there's really much of a solution, but only having two quote unquote upsets or two uh, people that that won on the road really does not look good for the the playoff in general. Uh, predictability that just means that viewership is going to go down. Why do you think the celebration bowl gets a massive generates a massive a massive amount of people watching it? Not only is it on ABC but it's not predictable. I mean, North Carolina Central, they won yesterday. They beat uh, Jackson State. That, that was unpredictable. We didn't predict that. Um, I would have said Jackson State won. Uh, so that was, they were able to do it. So like I said, maybe not the time, but I want people to start thinking about that. Um, and then we're going, before we discuss these games. So, the first game up, UIW against against North Dakota State. Now, I had a ton of people blow up Twitter. Had people text me. Uh, I even had a call from from a coach uh, that I that I know really well, and they they were like, "What did you think? What was your thoughts on you know that no call?" What I want to say about the the UIW North Dakota State game was, yes, that was a bad call, and and I don't want to overlook that call. But the reason why North Dakota State was n- one was not because of that call. The first one, the first reason, the, 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 the downfall of, of, of Incarnate Word was the fumble on like the 10-yard line um, when they were going into score when they were up 16-3. to If you go up 23-3, to I don't think the Bison come back. I don't think they do. Second call, second thing that was kind of a mental error. So that was a mental error on on the part of, of uh, you know, the quarterback. That was, a, that was an error. Uh, but you know what? Your team has to has to make up your, the slack around you. Second one, if you guys were paying attention on that ensuing drive, it was third down. I believe it was second second or third down. Um, there was a little like sweep out to the left hand side. Yes, it was third down because it would have been fourth. Little sweep to the left hand side, and all of a sudden uh, they they have him wrapped up. Big old number zero comes flying in after the after he had been tackled, lays on him, gets a fifteen yard penalty. Kind of jump starts what what really was a bad looking North Dakota State offense. They kind of got jump started. They were able to go down and score, makes it ten to sixteen. That sequence and they were really close to each other was a turning point in the game. Everyone's going to say no, it was this, it was that. No, that that was the turning point because it allowed North Dakota State to get back in. If they punt the ball there, UIW was humming. They could have went down and scored. You know, mitigate that fumble. If they score on that fumble, twenty three to three. 
I don't think they come back from that. Uh, 23-3, to three, that would be basically three scores to win. That, that's not happening um, against a high-powered offense like, like Incarnate Word. And then, of course, as, as the game rolls along, you know, mistakes become to get enlarged, right? Four turnovers for UIW. Very, very bad. Cannot have four turnovers and not force a turnover. North Dakota State was plus four in that department. And then, as the game is, is rolling along, everybody on Twitter, people have asked me this, would you have gone for it, you know, on your own, what, 21, 22, whatever, around the 20-yard line, with five minutes to go, do you go for it? And I say this over and over again. I say it. I tell everybody this. Who's the best player on the, the, the field? Who is the best? The quarterback, right? UIW's quarterback, he's going to win the Walter Payton Award. I mean, he is he's phenomenal. He, he played outstanding this year. Why would you not want to put the ball in his hands and say, go win it? That's the first argument to, you should have kicked the field goal. That's, that's conventional wisdom. you got to be unconventional. If you have the, the reigning champs on the ropes and you're on the road, you've got to take chances to win. Now, it's not saying like kick an onside kick when you're up 16-3. to 3. I'm not saying that. But if it's fourth down and you're driving in to score, you go for it there. Now, a lot of people may disagree with me, but if you want to beat North Dakota State, you want to prove that you are the champions, you've got to go for it there. Hands down, no questions asked. That is an absolute must. I cannot stress that enough. That that had to have happened. Now, they say, okay, on the on the on the next drive, you know, they have the the fumble that that should have been called a fumble. It was recovered by UIW. Everybody that had eyes had it. They confirmed it. I mean, that was just absolutely bonkers to me. And a lot of people are going to say, well, that's a conspiracy. They wanted North Dakota State to win. I don't think so. I I I really don't. I think the refs were trying to do. They're just trying to do their job. I don't think it's this random conspiracy that uh, you know everyone's out to, to to continue to push the champion. Because what you don't want is is a dynasty like North Dakota State. You want to have parity, and having UIW go up against South Dakota State that is parity. Now, some people might say, "Hey, the 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 amount of money that North Dakota State's going to spend in Frisco that's good for the FCS." Yada yada yada. True. But as a sport, you don't want to have a dynasty like that you know, for the for the health of the sport because people are going to tune out. Because what is what is the average um, viewer going to be seeing on Janu- on Sunday, January eighth? North Dakota State always wins. Why 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 should I care? Yeah, North Dakota State always wins. They're going to win it again, even if South Dakota State wins. Ah, well, you know what? <laughs> Ten out of eleven. I mean, they basically dominated the last decade. That's what you don't want. So uh, was it? I don't think it's some big conspiracy that that like they were they were trying they had it out for them to win. It was just a bad call. And so and then and then UIW, uh, you know, at the end, I think play calling uh, going for it deep was the right call. I, I think he should have held it a little bit a little bit longer uh, or or taken off with it. I mean, there were a lot of different th- ways to do it than forcing the ball down the field. You're trying to make. You know, make up 40, you know, 50 yards in one play instead of just checking it down. We see that a lot of young quarterbacks tend to have that tendency. Uh, why do you think Brady makes a living on just getting it short, getting it to the tight ends, you know, hitting the, the check down? Uh, sometimes it's not the sexiest pass, but but it works. So that's kind of my thoughts on the North Dakota State uh, incarnate word. They had the chance. They were there. Uh, I don't think that it helps that, you know, you know your, 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 your head coach is also, you know, you know, he's out the door. You might be playing hard for 
him, but uh, that definitely makes it difficult. Um, I guess as a, uh, the, the psyche as, as an individual, so kind of my thought and then for the saturday game honestly uh i went for a run right before that it was it was brutally cold not as cold as what it was in brooking south dakota but south dakota state just looked to out physical them montana state played phenomenal the week before and that might not have been the best uh you know preparatory game for them south dakota state has looked phenomenal i've thought I mean, really, we've talked about it. South Dakota State, Montana State, and Sacramento State have, have been the ones that I feel like have looked the best. Um, yes, I've watched a lot of North Dakota State games, but I feel like they've always been on the on the the bottom end. Uh, I do not like that we're going to get the Dakota marker game in, in the, the national championship. Wonderful. It's great for the Dakotas. It might be good for the super FCS nerds that, that want to see, uh, see that. I... Again, the health of the sport, it, it's just, it's, you're not, you're not grabbing me. The South isn't engaged. The West isn't engaged. It's this small, you know, North Dakota, South Dakota, like, wonderful. But I don't know if, if FCS Nation as a whole feels like, oh, this is, this is really that great. Uh, it, truly, and maybe that's just my feelings. Maybe I'm projecting my feelings onto everybody else. Maybe people are really excited about this. But I just feel like there was a lot of buzz for Incarnate Word. There's even a lot of buzz for Montana State. Uh, but but really, kind of kind of a, a letdown to me uh, of a national championship. Now, is it going to be a good game? Yeah, I'm sure it is. Am I going to watch it? Of course I am. I love the FCS. Like I said, FCS nerds might get get into it a little bit more and explain why why this is the best and and uh, you know they always love uh, old school football. But but really, I, I I'm curious to see what happens with with the viewership numbers in comparison to even bowl games. I mean, I, I did not want to watch North Texas against Boise State, but I watched it. Uh, but th that's I'm an uber super, you know football fan. Is the is the common guy going to flip on on a Sunday versus you know the NFL or you know we're we're, we're talking you're going up against against uh, you know Sunday's the NFL's day, so on and so forth. Uh, it, it's just going to be interesting. Uh, but I, I did, I guess I, I did lie to you guys. I did just look up the NFL schedule. They actually play on the seventh. Uh, that that that's the last game. They're they're playing on that Saturday. So I guess you're not going to be competing as far as that goes. But are you going to be really tuning in to to it? We'll see what happens. Uh, but anyway, that's kind of my thoughts. I don't want to be a Debbie Downer. I'm excited for the national championship game. What well, what are the keys? I mean, honestly, it's going to be coming down to to turnovers. Really, uh, North Dakota State forced them. Uh, South Dakota State's been very good at them all year long. Uh, I think South Dakota State is the better team. I refuse to cheer for North Dakota State just just based on principle. Uh, they, you know, they've been dominant, so on, so forth. They've got some really, really lucky breaks at times in in this in this decade of dominance, if you want to call it that. Uh, but I'm gonna be cheering for South Dakota State. I'm going to say South Dakota State wins 26-23. And like I said, it's gonna come down to, to physicality. It's gonna come down to health. It's gonna come down to you know, can South Dakota State keep the momentum for this long of a break? It's a long, long, long break. Like, it, it's going to mess with you. You've got Christmas. You've got New Year's in between there. Are you going to be able to stay focused during that time when everybody else is off? 
it's difficult, and that's what's, that's why North Dakota State's been able to uh, to do it as for as long as what they've been able to is that their coaching staff they're able to keep their kids focused, they're able to to get them prepared mentally. South Dakota State's been there; they've been in the national championship, obviously a few years ago uh, against Sam Houston, uh, so they they know what it takes. Uh, but different different circumstances going up against your rival. Uh, but we'll be cheering for South Dakota State and the Jackrabbits. Uh, hopefully they bring home that national championship. So those are kind of my thoughts. Uh, excited for the national championship. Uh, we'll see if we make it down to Frisco. I had said that I, I wanted to buy a, a ticket last year. Uh, had it been incarnate word against South Dakota State, I might have uh, tried to convince my wife to go down there or to fly down to Texas to see it. I probably will be, be staying home, but we'll see what happens. Uh, you know, I, I think it's a, a great atmosphere. I, I do want to go to a national championship game. We'll see also what the field, I know that uh, in the past that's been a big discussion about how gnarly the field conditions are uh, in Frisco with it being a, a soccer field versus a, a, you know, a traditional football field. Uh, we'll see how that plays into it. Always seems to be raining during the national championship or some kind of storm system with it being in January in Texas. Uh, we'll see. We'll kind of see how that that plays out as well. But be sure to tune in uh, to that national championship game. We'll be doing a, a year end or a season end recap, kind of what our predictions were at the beginning beginning of the year, towards the end of the year, what to look forward into next year. I mean, we have uh, a son whack wanting to go into the FBS. Uh, we have some crazy stories. We've have a lot of coaching moves, and of course, we want to be bringing on those coaches again. Uh, really excited. To, to be able to do that, uh, reach back out to them and hopefully bring on some players as well. Kind of talking about this last season and, and what they're looking forward to in this upcoming season. So stay tuned for that. Thank you guys again. Uh, it has been a wonderful year. 2022 has been so much fun. Uh, every single Sunday bringing this podcast to you, publishing it, and then letting you guys uh, listen to it throughout the week. Uh, the download numbers have been off the charts. Again, this is this was our fourth season, I believe. Uh, you know, this year, 2021, the, the spring 2020, uh, and then the, the 2019 season was our first season. So this was the end of our four years. Next year will be five years, and it has been so much fun to, to, to bring this to you guys and, and to... You know, engage with you guys as the fans. It continues to grow. And uh, we're not stopping. We're not planning on stopping. We're going to keep on rolling forward. So so thank you guys for, for tuning in and listening. Uh, be sure to hit the subscribe button. Have a wonderful holiday season. Have a lot of holidays coming up between now and, you know, that national championship preview and, and that recap. So excited to, uh, excited to uh, to be doing that with you guys. Be, be sure to listen to that. Uh, we'll probably be doing it right after that national championship game. I believe it's at uh, like 3 o'clock Central on the on the eighth of January. Thank you guys so much. Have a happy happy holidays, and we'll see you guys after the national championship in just a few short weeks.